Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. Tony, I, my first reaction is just, fuck yes, let's go. Socks making the turn. That's, that's where it all starts. Because it all starts taking care of business in-house in the Central Division. That's right, I'm a meatball. You gotta bring that top button swag, baby. It is always great to beat the Cubs. And I'm a homer, so I always say they're gonna. Dallas Keiko Lampson got some beards that you should be afraid of. What everybody said when he gets out there, it's me versus the other guy, and I'm gonna beat him. So I just love that mentality. It's cool and fucking tough. Steve, Steve, would you say that Tony is mad online? I, I would definitely say that. The White Sox winner. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. I am your boy Buzz. I am joined by my dude Tony, and we are here to recap a doubleheader split against the Minnesota Twins. Before we do that, be sure you're going to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Socks on Tap at Ontap Sportsnet. Following Tone at Tony on Tap and me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five-star rating and review because that's cool and tough. And check out Grandstand. You need some awesome White Sox gear? Go to Grandstand. Follow them on socials at Grandstand Socks or go to GrandstandSocks.com for White Sox gear or any of your Chicago sports gear that you want. No Northside shit, though. Tony, Sox split this one. Um, Raylo didn't kill us like we thought was going to happen, which is cool and tough. I'll take that all day long. Uh, Sox dropped the first game 3-2. to two with a little bit of free baseball sprinkled in on there. It goes eight innings out of these seven-inning doubleheaders, so you got a little bit of free baseball. And then in the second game, your guy, Gavin Sheets, goes long. I'm not going to try to run through everything that happened here because <laughs> Gavin Sheets just hit a walk-off home run. I need to know how you're feeling right now. Buzz, I'm speechless, man. I, I if you can't tell, like I haven't been on the show since uh since last Friday, I believe. We had a nice tailgate, we had a good time. My voice is still gone from Gavin Sheets, uh Gavin Sheets home run on Saturday night. So I'm still feeling it. I couldn't even scream because man, I got no voice. Gavin Sheets fucking killed me, dude. I'm fucking I I sound like a fucking 12-year-old boy right now because <laughs> Gavin Sheets fucking has destroyed my vocal cords. Um, it's, it's bad, man. Gavin sheets fever, dude. Like I'm, you're just I, bought in at this point. I'm just totally bought in. It's I'm surprised that I don't have a Jersey yet. Um, we'll probably get one. Holy sheets. We got Scotty shorts in the, uh, in the comments right here. Um, uh, dude, I'm, I'm totally bought in on this guy. This is the left-handed power bat that this white Sox lineup has looked for, for years, man. And dude, like even in the first game, he had the opportunity with a pinch hit. Uh, his hands were too quick, uh, and he creamed one 104 miles an hour into the right field. Uh, you know, it was foul, but into the right field stands. Uh, dude, I just love watching this guy hit. He can he can just absolutely murder baseballs. Uh, he just fucking cranked that one. Um, you know, let's leave Eloy and Luis down in the minors now. Just kidding. No, we're, we're not going to leave them in the minors. Eloy, <laughs> Eloy. Robert Gavin Sheets, that's your outfield. That's what I'm going with. This guy should be in the lineup every day. I love Gavin Sheets. I'll keep Vaughn and left Robert, and then uh, Gavin Sheets. Put Eloy as my DH. I just yeah, don't I, I, actually, you know what? Time out. You 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 saved me right there. Uh, Eloy is your DH. Uh, I, I didn't save you. There. You're you're allowed to make. You're allowed to say something crazy because you're on cloud nine. Your guys I'm on cloud nine off. right now. I don't even know what the fuck's happening. It's so. fine. 
That's fine. That's where we're at. I don't that's even exactly know what's what happening. Yeah. A lot of beers have been consumed since uh, victory beers. Since baby. that home run hit was was hit. It was absolutely fantastic. Now, first game, our guy. We'll we'll touch in a little bit of these games. I'm not going to run through and through each inning and what what went down. But first game, we had Lance Lynn on the mound. Tone. Um, Tim Anderson gets it started. Uh, uh, Tony, third consecutive game with a home run for Tim Anderson. He's now up to nine on the season. Um, obviously starting to heat up, which is awesome. Something that the White Sox need, right? I mean, no doubt about it. They need, they need some more power. And when that power comes, you know, it, it seems to come in bunches. I know it did last year with this team. Um, they had a big weekend of home runs and now, you know, they come into Monday, Tim Anderson starts it off with a home run here. Um, and then after that, I mean, it was pretty silent. Lance Lynn's pitching a great game. You know, it looked like he was going to throw a complete game. Tone. That's what, you know, seven innings. And uh, our old friend Nelson Cruz has to be a jag off, and he had a homer to left field. Now, I I just I can't fucking stand Nelson Cruz. I don't care if people are like, you got to respect him. He's a veteran in the game. No, Nate Diaz flow, he's on steroids. Everybody's on steroids. No fucking way. I'm sick of this 41-year-old being a fucking no, – and I might be an ageist here, but I'm sick of this shit of him being a thorn in my goddamn side all the time. I know go you're not, the, I know go you're not, away. I know you're not 30 yet, but, like, I'm 30, and I wish I had the uh, the feeling that Nelson Cruz has when he wakes up every morning because he doesn't look sore. He doesn't look tired. He just looks like a guy that's going to murder baseballs. Um, I'll be 30 you know, on Wednesday. Like, you know, here, here's, the, here's the problem. A lot of people, like even Chuck Garfine, like on the um, post-game, mid-game, whatever you want to call it show, he's like, "Let's can they trade him in the next 20 minutes so we don't have to see him in the lineup uh, for game two? No, no, no. Keep Nelson Cruz on the Twins here. Don't trade him. Don't trade him. I don't want him on any playoff team, specifically in the AL, uh, where he could do any damage against us. I saw a rumor uh, floating around there that the uh, – right. The Rays were interested. I saw the A's were interested. I don't want him on any of those teams. Keep him in Minnesota. I, I would rather him just rot in the hellhole that is Minnesota uh, right now for the rest of the season. I hope they do not trade him unless it's, you know, I, I don't even want him on the White Sox. Fuck that guy. Just keep him over there eventually. <laughs> Hopefully the steroids, uh, you know, are just, you know, he gets popped for that or, um, you know, he, he just rots away in Minnesota for the rest of his career. So, um, you know, the White Sox are a train. They will continue to run it all over the AL Central. Um, your Nelson Cruz home runs uh, from Minnesota don't bother me right now because uh, Gavin Sheets is uh, the next Nelson Cruz. Hot take. <laughs> Without the steroids. <laughs> Without without the steroids, yes. I'm bringing um, the fire tonight. I can tell. We, we both are. I mean, fuck it, man. We had a crazy weekend. Tailgate was super successful. We talked about that on Sunday, fun day last night. Um, you know, obviously, we come into a doubleheader today, coming off beating, you know, the best team, one of the best teams in the AL over the weekend in a series two to one, coming up against the hated twins. So, yeah, well, we're on one. It's totally fine. So, as that game progresses, Tone, Sox are not able to put anything together offensively. It, it, it remains 1-1 in the bottom of the seventh going into the top of the eighth. And we get to see Garrett Crochet come in. Uh, he gets himself into a little bit of a trouble, but then he gets a quick out off a nice strikeout. I thought he was going to stay in. I really did. Uh, but 
Tony Larusa ended up making a, a change because Nelson Cruz um, was coming back in. Um, and I'm sorry, actually. Yeah, no, no, was, there was one out. Uh, and then Ryan Burr comes in. Uh, Cruz hits a sacrifice fly to center. That'll go two to one. Polanco singles to right. That'll be three to one. And that's basically all she wrote going in the bottom of the eighth. You have Timmy starting at second base. Um, Makata struck out, and Abreu hit a ground rule double to deep center. That'll score Tim Anderson, makes the score 3 2. Sheets struck out, angle flied out. That was the end of uh, game one there. You know, the offense just didn't. Great outing from Lynn. You got to give him more. Uh, you, you have to. I don't care if it's the Twins. You need to give him more. There needs to be more run production. That's what we've been talking about a lot on this show is when it goes with me and Tony's favorite term, one of our favorite terms, zero dark 30. When the run production goes zero dark 30, it gets really frustrating as a fan. I'm sure even as, you know, even you could kind of tell in Jason and Steve's voice today, like, God, come on, score. You know, you're going up against a guy in this game one that, sh- I mean, yeah, did his stuff look all right? Yeah, it did. It really did. Jacks had some, Griffin Jacks had some, decent looking shit but it was just a you know a poorly executed offensive game by the white Sox in game one i mean in game two was kind of going that route too but you know obviously they figured it out in the end and i ain't gonna poo-poo on it after you get a fucking white Sox walk off i'll just say it was the greatest game ever i don't give a shit because i'm a homer and i'm always gonna say it is but you know the uh, eloy coming back soon and Luis Robert being uh, starting his rehab assignment tone on Wednesday we're nearing we are nearing a point now where you know God willing health stays good we're getting two of the most productive bats in our lineup back and a trade I'm I really do believe is actually going to happen this year because at this point I don't care if one does. And I think that's why one's going to happen. I'm not clamoring for it. I, I, I want something to happen obviously, but these two guys coming back, I think Rick Hahn's going to pull the trigger and do something here. The offense needs to be consistent to, you know, after that happens to keep up with this pitching. Yeah, dude. I, I, I don't think that the offense is a problem here, to be honest with you. You've had so much production from all of your, um, call-ups from all of your additions that you made to this team. I mean, even Billy Hamilton carried this team for a little while. Uh, if we <laughs> want to talk generality um, amongst all of this, uh, you've seen Goodwin uh, produce. You've seen uh, Gavin Sheets, Jake Berger uh, come up and mash. You had an entire month of Yerman Mercedes basically as your catalyst of this offense there have been enough guys to come up and, and fill in the production that you've missed from guys like Eloy Jimenez, from Luis Robert. Second base may be your only place that you look to make an addition. Right, and, that, and even that's that, my point, yeah. And even that, though, like if, if you've got one automatic out in your lineup, if that's an automatic out and you're considering Danny Mendick or Larry Garcia as your automatic out guy, I still think that this lineup is one of the most dangerous in the AL right oh, now. It is. Oh, it absolutely is. It so absolutely is. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at the bullpen. We absolutely yeah. right now. I'm looking at the bullpen as your your go to ad spot. But you know, you talk about the offense going zero dark thirty buzz. That's on guys like Jose Abreu, Yohan Moncada, Tim Anderson, some of these other guys. You know, solo shots are great. We love home runs. I love fireworks. I love that shit. But we gotta we gotta continue to get on base. 
and, and score runs and keep the offense moving. And I think that there's one guy that this team really misses more than anybody else right now. And that's Nick Madrigal because he provided you a guy that's going to get on base. who's going to hit and Yasmani Grandal shortly right thereafter. Those were the two guys that, that got on base for the other guys to drive him in. And for the White Sox to continue to keep winning ball games, that's incredible because you're two guys who could just either hit the ball or get on base are not in this lineup right now. And yet the offense still has the ability to put up seven, eight runs on any given night. And that's why it's frustrating when you only get one, two runs out of an offense like you did in game one. So it is frustrating. It is, it's not a recipe for success. Lance Lynn pitched his ass off. You just didn't get the job done because the offense couldn't sustain keeping you know, keeping getting runners on base in order to drive them in and one for nine with runners yeah. in scoring one position. One for nine with runners in scoring position. That's not going to get the job done. It's not going to get right. the job done today. It's not going to get the job done tomorrow. It's not going to get the job done at any point in time. But you're going to see games where they're just not going to be able to drive those runs in. Those are the games that are going to be frustrating. Yeah, we also have to realize, too, we will get a guy like Yasmani Grandal back who gets on base, and we're going to get guys like Eloy and Luis Robert back on base. I I put out an an article or a tweet, I don't remember what it was now, but about the White Sox making a move, and I said I was okay with what the lineup is. I do want a bullpen piece. But I would like – I mean, again, I'm okay with what the lineup is, but if they were to go and get a second baseman, I'm fine with Gavin Sheets in right field. I'm fine with platooning over there. With angle and sheets, I know, I'm totally like if cool anybody's not okay with Gavin Sheets right now, like go check yourself because Gavin Sheets is a monster. Also, don't say that to Tony because he'll be very upset and you might get smacked. So I just, you know, just disclaimer, disclaimer if, for if, everybody. If you've got a problem, with Gavin Sheets, let's yeah. let's talk. <laughs> let's talk it out. Let's talk it out right now. Hey, second game, second game, we get a Ronaldo Lopez start. Now it doesn't start great. Tony lets up a hit right away. He throws the ball away. Guy gets to third. Ronaldo, baby, Ronaldo. Um, you know, yeah. uh, the top of the first was not good. Everybody wanted him dead. Um, he, he he ends up looking not half bad. He goes three innings, two hits, two runs. One of them earned uh, walk, three strikeouts. He let up a long ball. That's Ronaldo Lopez in uh, in in game two of the doubleheader. Jose Abreu goes deep in this game, and Yoan Mancada goes deep in this game, which is nice to see because I believe, yeah, his home run was on Sunday, correct, from the right side. So that's two days in a row for Yuan Mankata uh, that he has gone deep. Suck it, Kenwo. Um, so we have that going for us, you know. Uh, I, I like to see the power there out of uh, Mankata. He hit, uh, yesterday he hit it from the right. Today, obviously, from the left side of the plate. So I was really happy to see that. Uh, Matt Foster comes in. He was the 27th man on the roster. I believe he is going right back down. After this game, he comes in, he pitches 20, uh, 20 pitches there, uh, two innings pitch for him, two hits, one run, it's earned, one strikeout, and he let up a long ball. Hoyer came in for an inning. Uh, he walked one, but he had a, he had some pretty decent shit. And then Aaron Bummer comes in. He will be the one that picks up the win in an inning of work. Uh, Brios went all six for the Twins, and he was the one that got walked off by your guy, Gavin Sheets, with a 390-foot 
bomb to score Goodwin and Andrew Vaughn in the bottom of the seventh to win that game. Absolutely fantastic shit. Awesome to get a win like that to end the night. Uh, obviously, you want a four-game sweep. Uh, Steve Stone said today he was on with Molly and Haw in the morning. As you know, I try to always catch the interviews with those guys. But uh, Steve Stone said today, you know, I mean, it's very difficult to, to sweep. No matter how good you are, to sweep a team for nothing. Very, very difficult to do that. Um, I was, I was wanting it because I want blood, uh, as Nani and I mentioned last night. You know, foot on throats. But hey. Dramatic fashion win to end the night for everybody to go to bed and wake up to tomorrow and talk about. I'll take that too. Yeah, you know what, dude? It's 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 incredibly hard to beat a team four games in a row. And obviously, that was uh, the first game uh, Minnesota's first win in Chicago this year. Uh, that's that's rough. Um, but you know, th- there's there's so much to unpack here from all the, from all of the happenings uh, today in White Sox baseball because obviously you had. You had the opportunity to win game one. Now, let, let's not let's not let that slip away. This is a frustrating loss for this White Sox team because it's a very winnable game. Mm-hmm. Very winnable game. So we could be upset about that. It, it, it was great almost in an essence that today was a doubleheader. And in between those games, you got some really positive news about Luis Robert. Um, and, and I'm going to be remiss if we don't do it, Buzz, because we haven't done it enough on this postgame show. I need to hear you roll the R just one time. One time, roll the R for me. I usually only do it when he hits the ball with the bat, but since he is making his return to Winston-Salem, which is high A if you're not familiar. Winston-Salem is high A, uh, single A baseball there. You know, our low A teams, Canapolis, Intimidators. Well, not actually, not the Intimidators, the Cannonballers now. I'm sorry. Uh, But he is going to Winston-Salem, much like Eloy did. Hopefully he does maybe a two-game stint like that and he moves up. But Luis Robert will be hitting the ball out of that park. And he'll be moving up quick to Charlotte, and I can't wait for them to uh, uh, to both make their returns uh, to the team. And I think it was Merck. Merck put a tweet out that if his math was correct, they will both be on the White Sox by the Field of Dreams game, which is pretty cool. Yes, absolutely. So you, you get that news, and then the White Sox come out. They're facing Jose Barrios in game two. And uh, obviously, he's a good pitcher. Absolutely. Uh, was was able to hold this White Sox offense down just like they were in game one. And then you get the walk-off home run from Gavin Sheets. And, I mean, like, there was so much else that was going on in this one. Obviously, you expected to see Michael Kopech today. You expected to see Liam Hendricks today. Obviously, Tony LaRusso went with uh, an interesting lineup in game two. So there was a lot of, a lot of hate for TLR online on twitter.com a lot of people mad online about tony la Russa, uh throughout this after the first win or after the first law lo- first game loss and then you come out there and you get game two and obviously we all know how that one ended but you're still seeing some of that right now um that the locker room is in absolute shambles and you can see the picture of of guys hugging tony russa especially my guy gavin sheets and tony russa hugging it out after the uh after the walk-off there, Buzz, how are you feeling about that? How are you feeling? I mean, ab- about what? About uh, about people's comments or about – Yeah, what? just about the, uh, the the way we went about game two because there's a lot of people who said that uh, this was – Tony La Russa didn't want to win today. Uh, that's fucking stupid. Um, I, I do – I'm sorry. Like, that's just 
of course he wants to win. If he makes a mistake, he makes a mistake. He's a human being. And I always say all the time, I try not to compare what my mindset is compared to an MLB manager because, hi, I've never worked in the MLB before. But I will say that I didn't really agree with Billy Hamilton hitting, uh, pinch hitting today. Um, I, I, I didn't really like that. Um, and, you know, obviously I don't really need to tell you why. I wanted both games. I wanted foot on, you know, my foot on their throats. Um, maybe he saw something that I didn't see. I just, I just didn't really like that decision. And I think that's kind of fair. Um, other than that, I really don't have a problem. A lot of people had a problem with him putting in crochet. Um, if Jake Berger doesn't slip there on that play, uh, you're looking at crochet getting out of that inning, uh, possibly, uh, you know, it could have been a double play, uh, situation there, but you know, it, it is what it is. I, 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 whoa, my God, we have a Tony LaRusso sighting here on the podcast. We are in club dub. Oh, we're in club right dub. Now. We are in club dub. Oh, that's perfect. I, I, I right dig there. it. Club dub. I, I definitely dig it. Um, I, I, I did. I didn't like the questioning of Garrett Crochet coming in. Uh, a lot of people unnecessarily hate on that kid. I, I like Crochet, um, and he was going to get himself out of it. And and no fault of uh, – I got a spider down here, so I'm killing it. Locker room is in shambles. But, um, yeah, so, like, I, I – again. Live look at the locker room right now. Yeah, it's indefinite shambles. Um, I liked Crochet coming in, and like I said, it just didn't work out. It didn't work out in that game, uh, but I don't – I cannot believe people think that he wants to lose. I just, I don't like that. If you have an argument, go ahead and use your argument and, and make sense of it. Don't sound. I don't even know what the kind of like the right word is here is like, don't you're, you sound ignorant when you say something like that. Like you don't know what you're talking about. It, it, it's not the guy wants to lose. I mean, maybe he's just trying to find a spark. Maybe Billy Hamilton was Tony's idea of a spark. If he comes in and he gets a hit again, I wouldn't have made that move because Billy's not known for hitting, um, you know, but Hey, Billy, Billy is still hurt. Like he cannot bat from the left side of the plate. Right. So like Billy Hamilton, let's, let's, let's like really take some stock here. Um, has been excellent for this team. will always be a part of this team. When you bring Eloy back, who who are you sending down or letting go? Like, is is Billy Hamilton? Does he still have a spot on this roster? You know, Jake Lamb's going to be coming back as no, well. So, so yeah, but he's in a rehab assignment right I, now. I, I highly doubt he, he will is be up a, with Luis. He, and then, he is uh, a Robert. he is a he is a TLR guy. I understand. So let's let's. So so is Adam Eaton. Adam Eaton was a TLR guy. Yeah, we saw how that worked out. Yeah, there's, when, there's, there's just so much here. But like, it, it, these are good problems to have. That's oh what yeah, I wanna, that's yeah. what I want to. That's what I want to hint on here right. is that these are good problems to have. I mean, as far as as far as like your question about Billy Hamilton, when Eloy comes back, depending on how you know, obviously Lurie played. You know, I I, I see Danny Mendick going down. Lurie's a I would keep Jake Berger up here over Danny Mendick. I would too. And that's exactly why you heard me say Danny Mendick. I I have no problem leaving Jake Berger up here. You know me, I'm a Berger stand, big fan of the guy. I mean, dude, I got like when that kid was in the minors and hurt. When he ripped that ball on Saturday. Oh, I dude, I freaked out. You get there's a video on Burke's Twitter of me just like having a complete panic, like, you know, just panic laughing my ass off, just 
in absolute shock and happiness because I love that dude. I played Call of Duty with that fucking guy when his Achilles was torn. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I got to talk with him consistently during that process. Not oh, I'm not going to sit here and be like oh, me and Burger are friends, you know. But no, we know each other. We played game. We talked a lot. of happy for him. So I take st- a lot of stock in you know him doing well. It makes me happy for him because he he really did grind for a long time. Um, but again, it's just like. Obviously, like you said, they're good problems to have, but I have Mendick going down. And then if you had to put like a gun to my head and ask me like who, you know, when Luis Robert comes back, who's leaving? Is it going to be Hamilton or be good? Sorry, man. Uh, Billy, you did great. I'm leaving be good. Yeah, I'm leaving be good too because he's he's just more versatile at this point. In time. Yep, he can. Yep, he, he again. He and that's, I'm, that's gotta leave him. He can feel. A, he can that's hit such a, a bit. That's such a hard decision because Billy oh, Hamilton can play way better defense than be good. Yeah, be good had a very nice catch in right field today. Yeah, he did. He did. There's there's a lot of good problems to right. have if you're kind of. That's why when you when you talk about trades, man, right now at this juncture. Like when when you add another player, say you say we go and acquire a Trevor Story, or you acquire an Adam Frazier, you acquire an Eduardo Escobar. Okay. If you're not subtracting from this roster, you're gonna have to subtract from that 25 man, 26 man roster to get there. So there's somebody that has to go to. So that addition has to be made in a way where you know you're going to get rid of somebody else from this team if you're only dealing from the minor leagues. So say you add Escobar, you've got Eloy and Robert coming back. Now all of a sudden it's not just Billy Hamilton, which is a hard decision in and of itself to make to send down. You're going to have to remove potentially be good or Lurie or. Yeah, it definitely won't be. It definitely won't be Lurie. Like, when you have Luis Robert coming back and then you have Eloy and then if you do hypothetically make a trade, uh, the guys that I see leaving here would definitely be Billy Hamilton, Danny Mendick be going back down. And, uh, you know, obviously Sebi will probably go back down when Yaz gets back. So we already know that that's kind of wish, you know, uh, tit for tat shit right there. But yeah, then it does become, it, then it becomes a little hard. Um, Unless you you know remove somebody from the bullpen, which probably won't happen. So, uh, but I, I just uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where they go from there. But again, good problems to have. Good problems to have. So no, absolutely good problems to have, Buzz. And I don't want to. I don't want to harp on this too much. I feel like we can do an extended show um, just on these topics. Let's get into uh, tomorrow's game because obviously this this day ended in the White Sox favor. I think that. Uh, you ended in game two on a walk-off home run from Gavin Sheets. Obviously, I'm ecstatic about this. Um, don't have my Sheets jersey or jersey yet, but it's coming soon. Um, God, just so happy. Uh, um, you know, let, let, let's let's get into tomorrow's ball game. That'll be uh, Bailey over one and one five point four five ERA, thirty three innings pitched on the year. He has struck out thirty seven, walked eleven, let up nine long balls in thirty three innings. Uh, going up against seven and three Dallas Keuchel with a four point two five ERA, ninety seven and a third. Uh, he struck out fifty eight, um, walked thirty one, and he's let up thirteen long balls. So that is the pitching matchup tomorrow. That'll be at seven ten p.m. On Tuesday, July 20th, that is uh, tomorrow's matchup. My pick to click for tomorrow. 
tone. I'm going to do it one more time. I'm, I feel like you a little bit because I'm doing it. I've done it a couple days in a row, mm-hmm. but I'm going to keep riding it, bro. Keep doing it. Tim Anderson's hitting home run again tomorrow. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going to go with my guy. Gavin oh. Sheets. <laughs> are, are you, Tone? Let's do it. Oh, let's, okay. Let's do it, Gavin I, Sheets. Okay. Uh, Come on. Keep it keep it hot, man. I, I was upset that he was not in the lineup for game one today. Uh, he obviously came in and, you know, for, for for all intents and purposes, I was pissed off that I didn't roll with Gavin Sheets in game one because I thought he had an opportunity to uh, to end that one as well. And uh, I was redeemed in game two with my picture click, my guy, Gavin Sheets. I'm going to keep, keep – I'm just going to keep doing it. Why not? I, why not it, at this point in time? It's fun, man. If you got, it, it, it's cool to have a favorite player on the team. You know um, – I guess well, you know, like, you know me. I haven't had a favorite player on this team in that, years. That's what I'm saying. Like almost ever. That's what Nani and I were talking about the other night. Is like how I feel about Rodan right now. I just I believed in the guy forever. It's working out. I love it. I, I'm probably gonna order his jersey. You know, I'm not a big jersey guy, but I'm probably gonna get one. Um, and just because I mean, how fucking balling he's been. Like I, I Carlos Rodan's been my guy. Like Sheets has been your guy since he's got here. It's just what I dig. I, I dig it. But I'm going to go Timmy tomorrow, man, because Timmy's going to get I, – I really feel like uh, – I always forget his wife's name. I think it's Bree. She makes great pasta. That's why he keeps hitting these fucking dingers, man. He, You know, he gets spaghetti. He gets spaghetti when he hits dingers. Is so he going to get tired of eating the spaghetti, though? That's my only question. Fuck no. Fuck no. Maybe they'll get all crazy. I make different kind of pasta sauces all the time. So maybe it's not just, you know, spaghetti and meatballs. Maybe he might be getting, like, you know, a shrimp Lasagna. Shrimp ravioli. Yeah. All the good know. shit. Yeah, dude, maybe he's getting some different good shit. So, I mean, fuck, he just, you know, he's on a tour right now of loading up on carbs and having different pasta sauces. I'm down with it. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's all I got, man. Come out tomorrow, put your foot on the throats, end this fucking shit. And, and, and yeah, that's really all I got. Beat the Twins, man. Fuck them. Beat the Twins. It's almost to this point now where, like, I expect every single time that the White Sox come out and play the Twins that we beat them. But why do you think I was after game one? That's, I want, that's, I want to, that's I want to so fucking awesome. I don't want to fucking lose to him, Tony. I hate losing to him. I hate it. Let, hate let, let, let's realize that losing to the Twins in game one today shouldn't have fucking happened because this team is so much better than them. I absolutely agree. That's Absol- a good problem to have. Absolutely good problem agree. to have. This team has it. They can get through any game. You saw it in game two. I've I've told Sean Roberts this. I've told you this. I've told I've told Johnny this. I've told Steve this. This team has it. There's something special about it. They've been able to get through so much adversity so far this year, Buzz. This is a special year for watching White Sox baseball. Don't know how it's going to end, but enjoy this story because it's it's been fucking phenomenal up to this point. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely fucking agree with you, man. It's been nuts. And we're going to keep riding the wave right into the postseason. And hopefully they get hot when they get their uh, their big bats back and we make it happen. Ride the and, wave, but don't do the wave. No, the wave is lame. The, wa- the wave is lame. Anything else before we ride out here, man? Beers taste better when Gavin Sheets hits home runs. All right. Everybody be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at SoxOnTap, at ontapsportsnet. Following Tone at TonyOnTap and me at BuzzOnTap. Five-star rating and review because you know that's cool and tough anywhere you listen to podcasts because you can listen to us there. So that five-star rating and review is good shit for us. 
do it. Grandstand, go check them out. You need some white socks gear, go to Grandstands right by the ballpark. Go to grandstandsocks.com. Follow them on socials at Grandstand Socks. I am not a big Instagram guy, but if you follow Grandstand Socks over there, like they have these videos of all these cool new hats and drops coming out constantly. They just released a badass one that I I'm, I ordered today. Really super cool hat. Um, so check them out over there, man. Grandstand Socks on socials. We'll be back tomorrow. Some variation of us. Who knows who it'll be. But we'll be back tomorrow, hopefully, after the White Sox beat the shit out of the Twins again. White Sox forever. White Sox forever, buddy.